This is Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Master Mover, Dana Wilson. And if you're someone that loves to learn, laugh, and is looking to rewrite the starving artist story, then sit tight, but don't stop moving, because you're in the right place. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15. I hope you're doing good out there, and I hope you are ready for this. This episode is a good one, if I do say so myself, although I guess I am pretty biased. But let's get into it. Starting off with wins. I'm very proud of my win this week because it was a big challenge, but a very worthy one. My husband and I shipped over 200 reusable face shields directly to the doctors and the hospitals that need them the most. I'm super proud. And if you are interested in how you might be able to uh, help in a similar way, or if you're interested in helping my husband and I, should we decide to do a repeat effort, then go ahead and send me a direct message at Dana Daners on Instagram. Very much looking forward to hearing from you. Okay, so that's my win. Now you go. What's going well in your world? I'll wait. <laughs> okay, killer. I'm so glad you're winning. Congratulations. Now, speaking of winning, I finally got to sit down with my two seaweed sisters. It's okay if you don't know what that means yet, because you're about to. Um, these two women are probably my biggest influences, and I'm just thrilled to share some of what uh, we, we dug up and dug into. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Jillian Myers and Megan Lawson, the Seaweed Sisters. I can't think of a better day than this rainy day to invite my two favorite people, Megan Lawson and Jillian Myers, my Seaweed Sisters, to be podcast sisters today. Um, welcome to the podcast, ladies. Thank you for being here. And I'm going to ask you really quickly to introduce yourselves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, like woohoo! <laughs> it does feel like there should be an applause, right? Like a cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I can imagine your theme. Don't, 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 go. Don't, 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 don't. It's funky, right? It's very good. I love it so much. Shout out Max, the music man. Thank you for that funky jingle. Um, okay, cool. I, I, I take it away. Someone. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? <laughs> This is probably our most dreaded part. Um, I am Megan Lawson. I am from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And like my fellow sisters, I am a dancer, choreographer, director, movement coach, teacher. You name it, we got it. <laughs> Beautiful list of things to own. <laughs> yeah. Most important thing is seaweed sister. Yes. yes. Come on. We're all wearing our matching seaweed sister blouses today. <laughs> is it still a blouse if it's denim? 
<laughs> yeah, why not? It, it buttons. It's good. I think, you know, <laughs> it's definitely our best swag. Maybe our only swag, but it yeah. is the best swag. So uh, currently, that's good. Currently our only swag. Let's get on that after the call. We'll, we'll get on yep. the merch, merch front. Um, okay, Jilly, who are you? Oh my gosh. Well, you said half of my name, Jillian Myers. That's me. Uh, and I, I, I like the location base. I grew up just outside of Portland, Oregon and have lived in LA for a very long time. I think 14, 15 years, something like that. And uh, I too, dancer, choreographer, teacher, director, mover, maker, doer, lover, seaweed sister. (laughs) There we go. All right. Um, Beautiful, brilliant intros. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So I think I haven't really kept it uh, a tally, but of all the people and ideas that I mention on the podcast, I think the Seaweed Sisters are front runner on most mentioned. Um, and every time I mention it, I feel the need to uh, introduce or explain us to people who might not know who the Seaweed Sisters are. And every time I start to do that, I stop doing that because it's kind of a challenge to explain exactly what it is that we are. So what I would love to do today is without spoiling any of the magic, just demystify a little bit um, who we are and what we do and what is at the core of our universe. You know, what are our guiding principles? What is the Seaweed Sisters North Star? Um, so, so that's kind of a big bite actually for a, for a tiny yep. podcast. Um, so I'm going to start with one of my favorite questions to receive about any of our work. And that is, um, what is this? Usually people are watching or listening and they're looking and they're like, okay. Oh yeah. So it's a video and it's sort of the, is it dance? Is it what exactly is this? So on the theme of what is this, I'm going to ask just kind of a, a blazing round of questions. Um, and I'm going to ask what is blank? So uh, let's start with, um, ooh, uh, I've got a short list and they're all, they're all kind of challenging. Um, let's start with what is the process? In other words, when Dana, Jillian, and Megan get in a room, what is happening in there? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of that, a lot of giggles, that's for sure. We laugh our butts off because I think um, we like to do things that tickle us genuinely, genuinely, there we go. Um, So, and if it doesn't have a tickle or a funny fancy, then a lot of times those things don't stay. Uh, That's, that's one. I don't know. Magoo, what do you got? Uh, acceptance, which comes in uh, in the form of yes and uh, seeing seeing and admiring each other, and being a fan is makes it so easy to make uh, in the studio because we see one move, we say yep that, and add a little flippity floppity. Yes. <laughs> And on it goes. Yes, and I, okay, yes. This is a great place to start, actually. A really good tip of a very big iceberg is this concept of taking silliness very seriously and our 
general rule for that is to say yes to whatever happens in the room and a modification. Um, this is a widely known improvisation concept, uh, nothing that we invented or that's new to the world of creating things. Actually, I think it's also, even outside of the creative world, helpful in relationships, helpful in business, helpful in all realms of life, just saying yes and. Um, dance lessons are life lessons. Dance lessons are life lessons and improv techniques should be life techniques. Um, so it definitely helps that we adore and admire the things that come out of each other. Um, so <laughs> saying yes is never, I've never felt like, oh, uh, I want to say no. Um, but the answer is always yes and how else? Or yes and what else? Yes and what more? Yes and what does it mean? Yes and in what direction? <laughs> yes and can we do it backwards, sideways, upside down, in a circle, whatever. Yes and how many times? Should we do it four times? For yep. sure. <laughs> so I don't remember when that began for us, but it has been there almost the entire time, if not the entire time, because with, um, I think all three of us, are uh, pretty juicy on the thoughtful front. We're not ever lacking ideas, I, I would say, dare I say. Um, so the actual, the editing can be hard and that usually happens in the and part. So all the ideas come up with yes. And then in this and process, we revise and refine and we sort of edit down and we get to a place where all three of us are like, I love that. Um, and then occasionally in the event that we don't all three agree, which has happened maybe once or twice, we do kind of go for like a vote. Like, I really love it. I really love it. Okay, great. I, I think it's good. Let's go for it. <laughs> yep. The rule two thirds. Yeah. I think we've tried to really stick to that. Like two out of three are in, then we go and we keep moving. Yep. Nice. I love yeah. that. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Tie that up with a bow onto the next. <laughs> um, what are the seaweed sisters? What are we doing? Long extended pause. <laughs> For me, this question, the answer sort of varies depending on who I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. might be awful. And that might surprise you to hear like that. I, I don't have like a elevator pitch, one size fits all answer to that question. But if I'm talking to an actor or a comedian, I say that we are dancers that call on comedy, <laughs> whimsy, um, site-specific, even acting. Um, and then if I'm talking to dancers, I say we're uh, clown, clown types, <laughs> actors that use movement to, um, to, to tickle. <laughs> um, if I'm talking to parents, I say that we are the Disney and Pixar of dance, I, which, which is definitely self-flattery. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's untrue though. I, it's I'm not untrue. It's not untrue. Yeah. Accessible and relatable to very little young, young ones, young minds, but also, uh, big picture ideas that really hit home for people that have lived a lot of life. So that, I, yeah, I guess my answer to what are we kind of shifts um, depending on who I'm talking to. Do you guys want to add anything to? Yeah, I mean, we started as a couple of friends that wanted to dance together. Right. And 
right. I think we, as you've shared before, we are our tribes, ladies. We are we're of the same uh, thoughtfulness and curiosity and desire for uh, for something different. Uh, and one of our bedrocks being discovery. Uh, I think that comes into our dance moves themselves. Uh, like, hey, how else can we move? Uh, but also the the why and the where and uh, the imagination of, uh, like you said, if you're talking to parents, we go Disney uh, because it feels relatable and appropriate for everybody. And that inclusivity is important to us. Mm. Yeah, inclusivity, discovery, these are like, are hugely guiding principles and also otherness being being uh, um, less identifiable as dancer or woman or lady <laughs> and we are this poor thing <laughs> oh man I think yeah I, I'm with you Wills as far as like kind of the description you know kind of <laughs> being malleable I think a lot of times I or what I found myself recently saying is like where uh, Seaweed Sisters is a performance project because it's like, I like that it can then take on many different shapes because yes, we make videos. Yes, we do, um, you know, live shows. Yes, we do kind of site-specific interactive shows. We've done this. And um, I think even though we've been at this for six years now, I think, you know, which is wild uh, and awesome. I think we are still kind of like, just the way seaweed is a little uh, anamorphic or kind of like ever moving an amoeba that kind of is con continuously changing shape. I think we want to have that flexibility to try all those different things. Uh, also, as you said, with without a shortage of ideas, we there's a lot of things we want to try. So um, yeah, I find that I try not to describe it too much so that it could <laughs> kind of be anything that might appeal to you or you or you. I don't know. It's It's hard, but also that's a love about it. That's a great point, is that the Seaweed Sisters might actually suffer from too much definition, too much description, and too much pinning down. Because although we are six years old, we are only six years old. And there is so much to be done. So that's that's what we are, what we do, what we're about. A little bit video, a little bit live, a little bit site. And we also teach because we all teach individually. Sometimes we teach together. And because the work is so much about discovery and individuality, personality, inclusivity, when we teach seaweed material, all and, and like those little spores go out into the world, some of the weeds that come back out of that, like, Oh man, our extended seaweed family, all of our students. Um, I'm so grateful to them and seeing that because it, you know, after six years of working together, it's sort of like we've established a language and these characters sort of accidentally. Like we never sat at a drawing board and said like, okay, you're the dumb one. You're the dumber one. You're the dumbest one. And like, we're, we're, you're, you're the brave one. Like we never had like the... In, in that sense, like very different than Disney, way less strategy in terms of like 
you know, building the thing that the consumer will love. It's just like, we say yes to ourselves and we say, and to each other. <laughs> and, and then, and then the, the seaweed falls out. Go, go, go. Oh no. Well, I make, I agree so much with what you're saying. I think a lot of it just kind of is our alchemy. Like the, when we come together, the things that happen and that we don't question them, we just kind of go with it. And what I actually am having memories of like, I think when we most discover or define those things are at like a Q&A situation when students right. ask us questions or propose things and we're like, oh, yeah, that, that, that is true, you know, or um, like, I'll never forget the time. And she phrased this question or slash statement so beautifully about women in the history of physical comedy. And, you know, and we were like, oh, like, not even something that is consciously on our radar, but yet that is really subconsciously important to all three of us. And also just comes out it's you know a part of who we are but um I remember after that point really like kind of doing a little research and yeah just kind of considering that now at the forefront of my mind as a part of what we do whereas it was always present I just hadn't thought of it that way which was so right. cool yeah right you know I've always in my life valued humor um but moving to LA in like 2005 and really gearing my efforts towards becoming a entertainment industry dancer, you know, whether that's backup for an artist or in commercials and film, it's almost always about being cool or being sexy. And a maybe a combination of the two, a different ratio of those two things, but pretty exclusively cool <laughs> and sexy. Yes. And, yes. and the Seaweed Sisters helped me remember how important humor and otherness is to me. And so I think for me, the expected benefit is like rediscovering one of my huge values in life and uh, delivering to a world that I know and love, right? The entertainment industry, a healthy dose of that, of those values. So that's been really cool. Um, but what else has sprung from this? Oh man. <laughs> Other than some pretty awesome relationships. Mm. Yeah, that actually, that comes to mind so quickly uh, for me is just this sisterhood, uh, both creatively, but also you two just activate uh, the human in me. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Tears. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, I don't have any sisters biologically. Uh, so... <laughs> Same. You two, uh, yeah, just really opened me to a world of um, honesty and, whoa, sorry, Wills, that just went vulnerable really quick. <laughs> that's part of it. Honest. Yes, that's, it is. That's part yeah. of yeah, it. Just, yeah, I can, I can offer up anything without fear with you guys, and then that can maybe go into the world, and that's yes. so special. And very unexpected, just like this emotion. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes, and yes, yes, yes and tears, again. and I applaud them. Yes. I applaud you. That is another, this is brilliant. Emotionality is one of our talents, I think, one of our strengths. Oh, and we do have a slogan, by the way. <laughs> we, we do? I know, speaking like, of, which one? <laughs> speaking of strengths. Oh, <laughs> strength is not our strength. 
<laughs> strength is not our That's strength. True. That's true. If you if you watch our work, very capable dancers, I would say, but never calling on great feats of strength, endurance, stamina, even. <laughs> but emotionality, yes, you will find in the and the full human spectrum, um, and I I think that that's special um, and unique to us is that even in one work, you you'll probably see the whole the whole spectrum, and I think that's super fun. And on that same note as well, uh, and we talk about it and giggle about silliness and how one might watch our work and think like, oh, that's funny. Uh, but we take our silliness very seriously. And that is how it also is able to connect because we've got it's still athletic. It still has the dance to reinforce uh, what we're trying to pass on. And it's, it's not just a flippity flop, but it's got a lot of work and thought behind it. Curation, yeah. thought, yeah, thought and really like specificity, which yes, at a glance, it might seem very more so happenstance, but <laughs> yeah, each of those flops and little eye twitches are considered, we talk about them you know, why is that happening? How do you feel when you do that? Okay, cool. Maybe I'll try that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that is also what kind of sets apart our work is that it, it doesn't feel hazardous. It isn't just a kind of cacophony of like things and faces and, you know, cause that also happens and can be great, but um, even in its kind of, it creates a very specific harmony, I think of that, that it, you know, it touches on all those things quickly. It is like dance that is very, at times, like very specific and then very <laughs> loose or free. And uh, we value all of it and try to make it all happen and clear. And um, it's it's an important part of what we do. And we love that. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing, you know? Cosine. That's what keeps yes. it going, yeah. is that we just, yeah. it brings us so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it the the process itself like fuels more process. <laughs> um and the process is deep, right? Like there's the brainstorming you mentioned, the yes part, and then there's the editing and there's the stepping back and taking a look. Um we also are getting pretty uh refined in the process to the point where if for example we're making a video work, we usually start by settling on a song and then we see a location where this might take place and environment then, an environment yep and we get in the studio and brainstorm the bits and we say yes and then we usually make a prototype video which you do shout out to Dane Wilson who's <laughs> a technical we yes Yes, <laughs> it's come into play to help us so much in our weedness. <laughs> it's true. Well, it, it's it, it's definitely helpful when you're trying to do something that's difficult to explain, as we already found. <laughs> demonstrated. So sometimes the best the best way for us to get a team on board or to explain our vision um, is to just show. So we'll do a little prototype, um, and that helps us get to the next step, which is ultimately producing these things. Um, and let's talk a little bit about that. 
Oh, guys, I'm reworking my thoughts around passion project. Uh, mm, that phrase. Fair it's enough. a project. Yeah. It's a it's a project project. They're all passion projects because I love what I do. Passion project usually comes with the notation of like low budget project. It is an out-of-pocket project for us. Nobody's paying for us to do these other than ourselves. Uh, because of that, we we want to we want every moment and every dime of it to be a memorable and lovable <laughs> moment and dime. Ooh, and Wills, can I throw in also in the thought of like, you know, that collaboration, like being such a big part of all of our projects that we've made, it also is like kind of the origin seed of the Seaweed Sisters. Why we made anything in the beginning is because none of us had ever gotten to work together. We had never all made something together three dear friends that like, as you said, in the commercial kind of sense, as far as work goes, had never ended up in the same place. So it was the ultimately the impetus to want that we wanted to make something together to collaborate. And that's how our first making ever happened. Yes. And after we made that first thing, which was actually a piece for a live performance, somebody, Lando Wilkins, approached us about yep. making it into a video we didn't even uh, that was that happened to us the you know the invite into the video realm which and I wouldn't even say approach she just like yo you, you have to film fil you have to film that <laughs> you gotta film that at a pool I was like I, I got, got a pool <laughs> and he was like I got a friend we got a camera let's go <laughs> oh that's so yeah and I love that for anybody just if if you see something, you, you never know what those moments are going to turn into. If you hire someone and you, and you just give them a little poke, it could ignite so much. Um, this, what the heck, six years later, I'm not sure. Inevitably, we would have worked together again, um, but I don't know if it would have totally really bonded this puppy. Yes. Thank you, Lando. Shout Thank out. Thank you, Lando. Out. Papa, we, uh, do we call him Papa Weed? Uh, something like this. Or Elder Weed? I don't know. He's something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that we just gave new meaning to see something, say something. Mm. And I think that's also part of our process, right? And we're always kind of like all eyes on each other in the room and it, a, little, a little something comes out and we're like, oh, yes. Uh. Um, so see something, say something. I think that's a great attitude to have out there in the world um, and in a studio, in a creative place. Um, and I also want to take a moment to thank you guys for the say something part, always coming with kindness and with consideration. Um, because anybody that's working in a creative field knows that collaboration is not always encouraging. There's a, a lot of places points in the process that you can get ripped apart and um I've I've never felt that with you guys and I don't know if that's the secret to success or if maybe we're missing something by being less critical I don't know <laughs> but I love I subscribe to the sistership and this is it's one of my favorite uh creative processes to be that I've ever been involved in it's just so nurturing and I think it's great. Yeah. Oh man. And to like expand that back out to kind of where we just were, I think that would go towards all of our collaborators as well. Like yeah. all people that are very like uber creative people, but that care. And um, yeah, I would say any of our collaborators really 
especially as far as like friends when we coming to filming things, um, people that see us, people that are excited about, you know, what, what we want to do and they want to get in there and get dirty, especially as far as like it being a, uh, a project of love and lower means sometimes, but we really make it mean something. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Financial means and meaningfulness yes. yeah. are not, uh, not directly linked. Okay, let's take a second and talk about our teams then. So we, yeah. we talked a little bit about Lando and the first video, which is called Get Free. Right. It was shot by Andrew Rose. And the song is Get Free, but we called it Get See. Oh, great point. Because we love a play on words, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> um, and then piece number two, we called The Sequel see what we did there um and that was shot and directed by isaac ravishankara um with danny madden as well at the helm and i don't know how we even divvied up the title ship to those it really is like remember right now. A, it's a it's a it's a big stew and we just stew <laughs> in it together. You um, hold the camera, you throw the water balloon. No, more in the face. Now hold it. <laughs> right, right. Um, so-and-so's working on storyboard while so-and-so is cutting a wig, while so-and-so <laughs> is making the costume, while so-and-so is making sure the hard drives are all freed up. Oh my gosh, that was such a wild weekend. Oh, yeah. We had rented an Airbnb in Joshua Tree and it was a weekend of executing the sequel and I have this memory of Danny Madden who is also an animator drawing out the entire storyboard beautifully I think we still have it somewhere and uh and then more friends arrived the next day because we also were performing at Coachella with Hosier that weekend yes and yes Isaac who is a dear friend and director is his job one of his jobs <laughs> he danced <laughs> with us yes he was my partner i needed a partner we were rehearsing friends were filling up water balloons maddie peacock in the back filling up yeah. balloons all hands on deck uh just all the friends and rehearsing in the airbnb that night oh god amidst air mattresses and picking out the um our jackets, our, our weed jackets, which were so dirty. So dirty. With li with actual dirt. Shout out Pono. Cutting our wigs, getting our jackets. Oh, yes. Yeah. Capono, yeah. yes. There were so many good memories that weekend. Also, I think building and like reinforcing the yes and, uh, there were supposed to be two friends that in the middle of that video, there was supposed to be a duel yes. who ended up not making it. And so on the fly in like in the middle of our day, when we we're like supposed to shoot it in an hour, we like took a, like a stop, everything stop down, like, okay, what else can this be now? Cause that was accounting for a big part of the song. And so that's actually when the kind of water balloon fight idea mirage was born. And our, then the, our good, the bad, the ugly moment. Yes. Yeah. It that's was right. never, that's not what, not what we thought we were making, but that's what we made. That's incredible. I think that's another kind of brilliant um, metaphor is one of the best properties of seaweed is its loose 
miss, right? Totally. Like, yeah. We're, and we're 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 three ladies that individually have a lot of plans. We're very good at making plans, but we're also very good at rolling with it when the plans change, which they which they ultimately will. Always. And again, like two collaborators that are also very strong suited in that remark, like, like, oh, not this, both of them. Yeah. Like, oh, not that. Okay. Then what about this, this, or this? Like they're both so good. And another great chance to learn from others in that skill, you know, which was, it's such a gift. Oh yeah. I remember being holed up in that bunker. Wait, hold up. H-O-L-E-D. I struggled with that in a previous podcast. And I talked to my mom last night, who is my (laughs) editor. (laughs) And she was like, honey, it's holed up. Like you're in a hole. And I was like, okay, great. So we were holed up in a literal bunker. Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And in my mind, I was like, oh, we're going to have to pay for another Airbnb day. We're going to have to wait. We're going to have to blah, blah, blah. And then the answer to that was like, no, <laughs> that's one yeah. of the no's that we did accept. And it was substituted by uh, a very colorful and bright and fun idea. I think that's, yeah, some of the, some of the ways that we solve problems um, because of our limitations in time and in finance uh, are the most creative things, right? If we had all the money in the world, we'd have just extended a day or hired two new dancers or whatever. But I, I love the creativity that's resulted from those limitations. Million percent. Agreed. Um, seaweed solutions. Yep. Seaweed solutions. Wow. If we could, we should sell a toner, like a facial toner, or like a full face <laughs> line in seaweed solutions. That's what it is. You um, are also our merch captain. I think you're our tech weed and our merch weed. Like you have a million ideas for seaweed merch. <laughs> Mind you, we don't have any yet. We're getting no, there. but that's okay. <laughs> Um, Pins, puzzles, magnets. Oh my gosh. Okay, listeners, vote, toe vote on this. Do you guys, are you guys familiar with toe vote? I love toe vote. Okay, toe vote on this right now. 3D printed seaweed faces that are a mock up of Mount Rushmore. (laughs) (laughs) Like just our three faces, little 3D prints. Come on. Who wouldn't? They're voting, yes. Toes so so vote, yes, on that. Yeah. Um, Yep. Okay, let's keep walking through the catalog really quick. So part three, um, Isaac and Danny both- And Jackie. Yes, oh my gosh, yes. Jackie, super shout out, Jackie, the best. Yes. If you're gonna be holed up in a cabin with five people, I would definitely want you five people to be And Greer. Um, Oh, Greer, there we go. We had a super, super helper. When we say helper, we mean like (laughs) contributor, energetic healer um the many hat wearer like many we hat need a glue wearer. gun and a water and thinking ahead is also the only human that seaweed video has ever seen or interacted yes. it's her in the subs the subaru at the end so good okay and then from part tree from the lush lush forest we go color wise we jump back in time Back in time to the birth of weeds, this super stark, crystal clear, pristine, clean, blank space. Um, And we really wanted us to all have been born from the same pod. I remember for a long time trying to figure out how we could like build a sheath or sort of cocoon, something that we could be born from. And that was one of the the ideas that... um, 
I think we did edit out yeah. <laughs> uh, a peapod. A peapod, or maybe it, maybe it didn't get edited out. Just moved to the parking lot for another time. Um, but for that, we recruited our dear friends Angela Kohler and Ethel Griffiths to direct and um, and shoot. I think, and Ange suggested this place, right? I feel like yeah. we kind of had the idea, but she was the one that kind of scouted this place and made it possible to have like we. I think we, yeah, we thought about a, a starker environment, and she. She made that happen. You're yep. so right. And Weese's, what was it called? Weese's? Weese's Pieces. Is it Weese's Pieces? Yeah. A little outside <laughs> LA, a, a magical place. You'll you'll recognize it from um, several commercials and music videos. Uh, Britney Spears did the one with the sharks there. Um, <laughs> and uh, that also cool feature or cool behind the scenes note for the listeners was shot on the summer solstice. Uh, also the hottest day of the year that year. And we are wearing essentially trash, trash bag suits that seal <laughs> at the neck and rubber hats. So the, the fact that none of us blacked out that day is magical to me. Not to mention that the way those suits stay taut and full is a little fan on the back. <laughs> that pulls her from the outside and pushes it in. <laughs> it was 114 degrees that day. And we oh chose God. that. That was our choice. We decided. Yep. We also wore unichards underneath those. That's right. Oh my gosh, yes. Holy moly. Oh, guys. Oh, the choices. <laughs> yeah, we um, do. We laugh all the time. We choose. We are responsible for all of it. Right. And we're standing there looking at ourselves wearing sleeping bags with holes <laughs> cut out for arms. And we're like, we chose this. This was our choice. <laughs> a white unitard. White oh, unitard. Yes, that's our choice. This is great. Not change a thing, ladies. Nope. That was such a fun and challenging day. I, I, oh, speaking of challenges on that day, um, unique challenge to the Seaweed Sisters. Uh, it's not every set that you walk onto that you'll hear somebody say, how, how do we make the flamingo fart? <laughs> the yes. answer to that question came it's from Daniel Reitz. Daniel Reitz, <laughs> also known as vice chief, also known as my husband, also known as MacGyver. MacGyver, yep. yes, who engineered a remote detonated flamingo fart enhanced by our editor and special effects super guru, Ariane. Who was also camera that day too. Half in the water. And then like sunglasses because the glare from the sun on the water couldn't like see. I think Ange got a migraine that day also from, cause it was so bright. Like she was pregnant as well. Oh my gosh. We also bought a trampoline, transported oh, yeah. it there, and the sisters built a trampoline in the middle of nowhere. And it just was easier for us to leave it there. So donated that to Mises Pieces. Good job, good job. Yeah. That took us airborne. We were such little balloon weeds. That was so much fun. Oh my gosh. As the light was going down, just like, hurry, get in there, jump. Oh my gosh. We were fighting the sun that day, even though it was one of the longest days of the year. But well, you know, we used every bit of that sunlight. Sure did. Have we ever done a shoot that took more than one day? I mean, technically, the sequel. Exactly. The second day we did, I think we did a lot of inserts of the water balloons. Hence why friends were filling them up in the morning. Like we had to get some stuff, I think, flying through the air, the pickup. 
But other than that, everything has been contained to one day. Or or early morning. (laughs) (laughs) So that brings us to the rather important video that we, it's, it's our most recent video work, which we shot in the bottom of an empty pool. Uh, all through the night so it was a a night shoot and that one was directed by dear seaweed sister friend and ally Mimi Cave and it was produced by Heron Burke and the DP was David Burke her husband Um, we had an assistant camera that day that was Walter Dandy and a gaffer Austin Michaels Um, we had an electric we had a lot of hands this day this is our biggest crew it yeah, was, it was like crew. official. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and a key grip. Even we had a key grip, you guys. That's important. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Colin Lindsay was our grip. And then we even have a magical, mystical drone shot at the end of that. Um, and our drone was piloted by Jacob Patrick. Um, but the rest of everything was shot on Steadicam by our Barnacle brother, Devin Jameson, coming through in the clutch. Love um, him so much. The biggest That's love. Um, who also and- kind of helped coin our what is this because the first oh, yeah. time dev came to a rehearsal because he's like i'd love to see it of course we're like yes come watch end of rehearsal and that was his first remark after we showed him the whole thing he looked at us and he's like so what is this <laughs> with excitement <laughs> and curiosity and confusion um and i think that's one of the biggest compliments i i have taken away from our seaweed showings is, yeah. is that remark <laughs> oh my gosh that you're so right it's a compliment like when somebody says what is this mm-hmm. we go oh, thank you thank you yes <laughs> totally <laughs> confusion encouraged confusion encouraged new tagline Um, and that is, that's where we left off with our video works, but that is certainly not the last thing that we have done together. Actually rather important birthed a really, really special and unique and cool and magical and cherished insert other positive adjectives, um, (laughs) relationship with two women, um, who go by Lucius, a musical group. Uh, Julie, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh man. Uh, Yeah. Actually, again, a pivot point is Mimi. So um, like rewind back a little bit. I think the the ladies from Lucius were looking for just kind of some movement coaching. They're about to go on tour and Mimi suggested me. And so we only got to have a couple of like dance sessions before they left. And then I left. I forget. I think we were leaving for Rocky Horror Movie. I think this was like at the end of 2015, oh, like something yeah. like that. And um yeah, so it built a little connection, friendship there. And fast forward, kind of keeping in touch, these two ladies are not only incredible, incredible singers, but also lovers of dance. And uh, they had a couple of shows for New Year's that they wanted two opening acts and they wanted one of their opening acts to be just dance. Or not just, but dance. How about that? And they reached, they reached out to me and they were like, do you happen to know like uh, a group of maybe two or three people that would come to San Francisco? It's not a lot of money and do these couple of shows. And I was like, well, I'm kind of a part of a group of two or three people. (laughs) 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 Um, and they were like okay great they're like we wanted it to be the you guys you ladies uh the seaweed sisters but you know it it, you know they're like we didn't want to impose or ask 
ask, ask too much, but anyhow. Uh, so that provided this really beautiful opportunity for us to uh, perform live uh, and to make a longer, long, longer work essentially because it was a set. So just like an opener would have a 20 minute set before the band, that's what they wanted. So in a small space and for people that would have surely never have known who we are before that and maybe let alone ever gone to just see a dance performance and uh they invite they brought us into that space like with so much like uh i think just enthusiasm and support and we're like yeah do your thing and that was such a gift um not only just the moment itself but i think for us to then consider what yeah what what are, what is a live performance for us? How do we want to interact with people that don't wouldn't know dance or wouldn't necessarily yet know who we are? So um, I don't know. I th yeah, I really love this moment as a part of our path in the sense of again widening and expanding what seaweed where seaweed can show up. You know, um, so that was yeah such a gift. So shout out to uh, these Lucius ladies. Oh, love, big love and, and huge honor, right? It was very yes, cool. Yes. Usually dance and music when they're together is dance in support of music um, in, in the form of like backup dancers on a concert tour or something like that. But we were on the marquee. We had, we were billed as like, you know, the opening act. And I remember that being huge as well. I'd never seen that. And guys, we, we continued on with them. We did two yes. tours with them, like on the bus, sleeping in the bunks, going to beautiful venues, uh, and opening the Newport Folk Fests. We did. Uh, yes, that's where we got these. That's right. Yes. That's where we got our, our swag blouses. <laughs> Thank you, Wrangler, for our custom yes. seaweed magic capes. They are, and I do feel that I have superpowers when I wear this thing. True. And uh, I wish I could remember, it's a company that does all the embroidery, shoot. Maybe we can look it up and insert later. I forget what it was. They were they are the ones that made it personalized. They're add so it. We'll add it to the show notes. <laughs> Be on the lookout yeah. show notes. Um, okay, this is that was a beautiful walkthrough kind of a- Henry Wayne. Yeah. And of course, the Seaweed Sisters had big plans for 2020. The month of April was deemed Seaweed Month. Yep. And then the month of April was slapped in the face by COVID-19. And we are all three keeping to the social distancing. Um, and I'm proud of us. High five across the screen. <laughs> this was an awesome day. I woke up um, and my husband was like, babe, babe, it's working. And he showed me this graph that was like, what models had projected um, the reported cases and deaths to be and what they actually are right now. And it's really looking like this, uh, this huge social distancing effort, at least in the California area, is working. So I think that's super cool. Yay. So that was a lovely walk through the life of the Seaweed Sisters up to this point. Yeah. And there's certainly much yeah. more to, to come, obviously. we period. But now I want to ask, what is, what is Seaweed Sisters in 10 years? Oh, That's even harder than what is Seaweed Sisters now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seaweed is a, is a, a, a live show, uh, a, a short film series, a, yes. 
animated adventure. A, a travel series, a children's <laughs> show, series regulars on the Sesame Street. Um, an Elder Weeds puppet experience. Shout out Katie. Yes. Katie Green. Yep. Oh man, a feature film. Why not? Let's throw that. Okay. Love. Yeah. Um, oh, and there is also another thing I didn't mention as far as our identity goes. Uh, in, in, on the subject of otherness, we do not speak this language. Um, we speak another language, and I think it's called seaweed. Is that correct? <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> uh, and it is an improvised language. It doesn't have a vocabulary or a dictionary or grammar. <laughs> Just sounds. Um, and we also are coming upon our names, our characters' names. And I do want to talk about this for a second because it's a fun story. Um, I An unexpected treat that came as a result of us doing this work is that we have now a lot of young fans out there. We've established relationships with some young people. Um, and by young, I mean like five years old, three, yep. three, three to seven have somehow struck a chord unintentionally. Like we didn't design our work to be that, but somehow, you know, we started hearing from um, parents in our world saying, I literally use the Seaweed Sisters as the carrot and stick of my parenting. Like when the kid is good, they get to watch Seaweed Sisters. And if they're bad, they don't get to watch Seaweed Sisters. And like they're, it's, it, it's hard to rip them from the screen when they're watching you guys. And that's such an honor and a treat to hear that. But also I find that there's a like-mindedness to a five-year-old, to a Seaweed Sister. And um, I, I got my name my seaweed sister name, which is Zaggy, uh, from <laughs> Megan's niece. Sadie, like she's, then she knew the pink is Megan and Dana is the blue and Jilly is the green. But one day uh, her mom, Poppy, was asking her, you know, again, just, okay, and who's that? That's Auntie Megan. And who's that? And she said, that's Zaggy. <laughs> and she said, what? <laughs> she said, that's Zaggy. And we went, we went with it. <laughs> I was, Jillian was still Jillian. Dana became Zaggy that day. <laughs> I feel like it's uh, also kind of like in the way I think, uh, be like B-boy culture, you can't decide your own name. You kind of have to be gifted it or given it. Also learn same in sign language. Like you have a sign name, something that is only particular to, you know, um, being able to sign it, not audibly say it, and it has to be given to you. Same thing. So, yeah. Oh, so we're getting there. Look at you lucky <laughs> listeners. You get to find us at this cool fork in the road where we've been doing stuff for six years and still don't know our names. <laughs> um, yep. I, I so look forward to seeing future weeds and I'm so grateful for present weeds. Thank you so much for uh, for all of it, um, but also for being here and sharing some of this super special thing. Um, we love you, Wilsey. Thank you, Dana, for doing this podcast and making a space for all kinds of thoughts and people to share. Thank you. Oh, you better believe it. My pleasure. I won't stop yeah. for at least a year. That's my promise to myself. And I'm pretty yeah. good at those. You can do it. Can you do are it. very good at this. I can do it. We're doing it. Thank you, Wheaties. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. And I'm going to keep my cape on. Yeah. I love you guys. Well done. Love you, Dan. Love you so much. I love you. You're the best weeds on the planet. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>
And how was that for your daily dose of love and laughter? (laughs) I wanted to jump out and check in with you and also leave you with a task. But first, I did a little digging and I was able to rediscover the custom embroidery company that that, uh, did our denim blouses. They're called Fort Lonesome and they do exquisite work. So thank you, Fort Lonesome. Shout out. And also we left off an important helping helper from our rather important shoot. And her name is Gina Mancino. Thank you so much, Gina, for your help. I'm sorry that we got sidetracked before we mentioned your name in the episode. You're so great. Thank you so much. Um, Okay, cool. Now let me leave you with this task. One of my favorite things that came up during this episode was this idea of see something, say something. And of course, that's S-E-A something, say something. It's very on brand. (laughs) So clearly the Seaweed Sisters are a nurturing bunch. And I think that that's served us well. And I think that in times like these, a little nurturing could do everybody some good. So I would like to task you with the task (laughs) of thinking of an artist or a group of artists whose work you adore and admire, and then shout them out or call them up, better yet. Blast in any way, shape, or form that you choose and let them know that they're special. Let them know that their work is making your world a better place. That is what it's all about, after all. (laughs) Making the best of this world that we've got. So get out there and do it. Get out there and keep it funky. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Thought you were done? No. Now I'm here to remind you that all of the important people, places, and things mentioned in this episode can be found on my website, thedanawilson.com slash podcast. Finally, and most importantly, now you have a way to become a Words That Move Me member. So kickball changeover to patreon.com slash WTMM podcast to learn more and join. All right, everybody. Now I'm really done. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.